The DNVR Rockies podcast is brought to you by our friends at Solace Meds. Check them out today at S-O-L-A-C-E-M-E-D-S dot com. They've got some of the best herb you've ever seen, smelled, tasted in your life. And it's not just the herb. They got the concentrates. They got the edibles. They got the drinkables. They got the CBD products, the THC products, everything you could possibly need. Constant discounts, great prices, great product, and you get 20% off when you use the promo code DNVR20 at checkout. Check them out just down the street from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Or again, go online today at Solace Meds. That's S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com. Put your order in today and do not forget to use that promo code DNVR20. DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25 to get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD infused, deliciously rich, potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. Are we still live? All right, fantastic. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman, the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, of course, as always, but for first time in a while here in studio is beat writer Patrick Lyons, and we are here talking about a, believe it or not, sweep, a schwep. The Colorado Rockies have swept the San Diego Padres. Uh, you know they're better at home than they are out on the road, but still, Patrick, you don't expect them to go out and really take it to one of the better teams. Uh, one of the teams that people, they haven't quite been there yet, but expected more talented teams, certainly in the National League. Yeah, Rockies go 1-5 and five on the road. Kind of expected here. It's They're doing some historical things on the wrong side, unfortunately. And the Padres come to town full strength. Now, the last time they were here, Padres almost swept the Rockies. They got a nice little walk-off, right. and Rockies stole the final game of the series. Uh, Padres had a lot of guys that were on the, the COVID-19 restriction list. Tatis Jr. is his first uh, series in Colorado. Uh, and the Rockies go and and almost dominate them to to a certain degree. It was really, you know, the Padres were, were hanging in there, and, and you definitely can't count them out. You, you see that the fight that they've got, but for the Rockies to go out, and even though Estevez blew the save there in the, in the ninth, you didn't have Bard available as he threw the last two nights. You win it in the walk-off. You don't even need extra innings. You get the job done. And these two teams, they've got a rivalry. Because if you even remember back in 2019, yeah. when the Rockies were sitting in uh, one of the wild card positions, uh, I think they were in they were in fifth, and middle of June, and that was when the season ended for the Colorado Rockies. Bud Black slammed the door in the press room, and that was it. And the Padres... We're not the Padres of this year, even in 2020. There's the 2019 Padres where they were just getting their right. pieces together. Hey, Fernando Tatis Jr., young guy, he's a thing now. And here we got the roles reversed where the Padres are the team that are in the hunt. They're, they're searching for a right. wild card spot, and the Rockies are the spoiler. And 
pretty sweet. Yeah. It's pretty sweet to get that revenge. You you can remember exactly what it felt like to be on the other side, and you know the, the frustration that Padres fans are. You know Padres fans aren't sitting around going, well, they're better at home, and so... No, we weren't necessarily there. They're sitting there going, man, we just got swept by these guys. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, the Rockies went out there. They played with pride. They played with purpose. Uh, They had fantastic at-bats really throughout the series. The offense was the story of it. Other than Austin Gomber, who we'll get to, you know, in a little bit in the opener. the, The story of this series for the Rockies was the bats and mostly the young bats. Yeah, obviously the last thing that we just saw, Charlie Blackman with a big walk off. Trevor Story really with one of his best days in a while today. But other than that, again, all series, it's Tapia, Hampson, Daza, McMahon. Uh, these guys doing the the little things. Elias Diaz, not not one of the younger guys, but less experienced players and someone who's really been struggling all year, contributing today. Uh, but really a full team effort all up and down the lineup, getting some fantastic production. Yeah, Diaz in particular uh, didn't make an out at the plate. And he's a guy that's been under the Mendoza line, really struggling offensively. Dom Nunez having similar issues, but he's hitting enough homers, doubles, and even triples that you go, that's all right, He's he's a rookie. You can you can overlook that, but but Diaz he's he's got to be able to bring something to the table in addition to his defense. And finally, he was able to to do it today. Only a second multi hit game of the season had a two hit game, I think, in early May. And so this was this was a huge game for him at the plate against the Padres, and it really kind of continues their momentum. Don't even have you didn't even have the Rockies hangover that they they can sometimes get when they come back, come back to Coors right. Field yeah. in game one after being out on the road. They're immediately starting to hit. And yeah, it's been everybody in the lineup kind of sharing uh, the load a little bit. And it, it hasn't been one guy in particular. It's been everybody doing a little bit here and there. Bullpen even chipping in a little bit. We're seeing yeah. that yeah. starting to happen because the starting pitching is is starting to struggle a little bit. Maybe come back down to earth. Maybe not. I don't, Gomber's still on the moon. I was going to say. Gomber's yeah. still on the moon. Yeah, he's, he's still up there. Obviously, you know, we really haven't seen good Kyle Freeland yet. Struggled again today. Really, really not sharp. Though it is funny when you look at it in context of the game that was played today. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I even said last week, looking at the schedule, like, oh, man, guy's trying to get himself right. What does he need? A day game where it's going to be 100 degrees outside against the San Diego Padres and their right-handed heavy lineup of Rocky killers. That's exactly what Kyle Freeland needs to face. And while he obviously had another bad, not great day at the uh, on the mound, Blake Snell didn't have a much better day uh, at the office either. And, and you know, b- both teams' bullpens did their best to get the three outs they needed to get. As you mentioned, got a little shaky there at the end. But all that said... You know, you want to see better things out of Freeland, uh, but when you see the struggles that guys like Blake Snell, you Darvish, the Rockies able to get after him a little bit, it helps put into further context when guys like Chichi Gonzalez do recover from their difficult start where he'd given up the home runs, given up the three in his last outing. He's down four nothing, but still manages to hang on and give his team a chance to win a ball game that they did. So yeah, you can. So those two starts from Freeland and Chichi, not good, but better than their counterparts who were supposed to be better. So an effort, the effort is good too, yeah. because the Rockies are in the, the midst of a, a, a stretch of games in which they don't have a lot of off days since last Tuesday, or last Monday was their last off day. 
So we're looking at roughly about 13 straight games without an off day. It's one of the reasons why you saw Estevez in there right. in the ninth, uh, because you don't get an off day until Monday. So you got a four-game set coming in here with the Brewers coming to town. So, yeah, you need some length from your starters. And you know, Chi-Chi did, did his job on Tuesday night. And Freeland, you know, he was getting a lot of ground balls. Uh, I think in the second inning, he had two ground balls right back to him. Just yeah. simple one-three. Um, so he was he was doing all right there. That third inning was very long. He kind of escaped it. Uh, I think he only gave up that one run. Yeah. And then the fourth inning was where it, it was it was the exact same thing again. I think it could have been a somewhat of a fatigue factor. Remember, this is um, only like his fourth start, I think, since coming off the right. Uh, the and IL. his spring training was interrupted. I, I I think I reminded people of that last week, but that was you know the worst time to get an injury. He never even got fully stretched out in spring training, and so. It's frustrating, but I still don't think we're really seeing Kyle Freeland yet. Um, so I'm with you there. That that said, you, you want to see him hit some of those spots a little bit better. Also a rough situation today. Now, the, the zone was tight both ways. There were people pointing out to me, hey, look, it's been called that way all game, and I get it. But when I hit two straight in a row, low and away, dot on the black to the best hitter in baseball, other than Mike Trout and Ronald Acuna, so the third best hitter in baseball, and, and those are both balls instead of being an 0-2 count. That's just – put the, the game aside, whatever else. As a pitcher, that's where you got to live against Fernando Tatis Jr. And the next time you face him, you have to throw those same two pitches because the next umpire might and probably will call them strikes. You don't want to get close to the zone with a guy who's swinging the bat the way he is right now. Ridiculous stuff. And so you're frustrated by it, but I, I think – we're not too far from those little adjustments where we'll start to see a better Freeland for the rest of the season. Yeah, through 83 pitches today. Um, again, that's that's an essentially four inning. So that's a lot. That's a, that's a heavy load to have there. And that's where you got to be cautious a little bit. It's, you know, we make a lot uh, about, you know, pitch counts, but it, keep it in context. If you throw, you know, 100 pitches over nine innings, you're like, wow, you're pretty efficient. You threw about 10 pitches every inning. That's fantastic. Whereas if you throw 90 pitches in four innings, you go, wow, you were out there for a lot, 20, 25 yeah. pitches each inning, putting a lot of stress on that arm without, you know, having that rest. So, you know, you see that you would have liked for him to have gotten out of that, that inning in the, in the fourth with his spot coming up in the lineup. We saw Monte come in and I thought, all right, they're going to Almonte. They want to go to Chessin, but they're going to go to Almonte because they're immediately just going to pinch hit for him yeah. uh, in, in the bottom of the fourth, as it, as it were. He, he was able to hit. <laughs> yeah. uh, he struck out. But um, the, the heat, you know, I, I don't know how much a factor that was in today's game. I mean, again, both sides are dealing with that. So you say it's just a part of it. But There was one ball. There was one, the, the, the Trent Grisham home run. Left yeah. on left, going out to left field, left ba barely gets out. Uh, that just escapes. I wonder a little bit. That's a night game. Yep. It's a little cooler out. Maybe that doesn't. But other than that, I agree with you. Yep. Everyone was playing in the same heat all series. That was the only ball I thought, ooh, hot day at Coors Field home run. Probably the whole series, honestly. The Tatis homer? Longest oh, of his career. Oh my God. Longest of his career, 477 That's, feet. That ball was annihilated. He had a nice little flip. I'm not sure if there was rotation on it, but oh, he definitely man. gave a chuck. He said, yeah, I, I know that's gone when I hit it. Yeah. But to give you some context, um, according to the Rockies game notes, right? Um, mm. Prior to this stretch, there was only one game in Denver at a temperature greater than 97 degrees. It was a 100-degree degree game 
in 2012 in June, right? Three straight days of 97 plus degrees yeah. in June. Yeah. That should not be happening. No. I, no. Does, the Rockies are on pace to play a game in which the first pitch is going to be 120 degrees by August. Is that? <laughs> I, am I doing that I, right? I think that's the on. I think that's how the on pace game works. Is my sabermetrics right. working correctly? I, I think I've got that. They're projected to play a 120 degree game. I believe, Patrick, you have interpolated. I've. Mm. <laughs> so my, my team of one is comparable to many other right. teams uh, that can interpolate as such. So now that we are done picking the nits uh, about, you know, Kyle Freeland not having the best game, and, and again, Chi-Chi Gonzalez not having the best game, but really battling and keeping his team in it, it's time to toast our Breck Brews on the day to all the Rockies who are playing fantastically well. We got my hot, my hot, my hot peak. Hot peak? That's him. Hot peak IPA. It's because it's the peak of the hops. It's absolutely fantastic stuff. Get your 15-can sampler down at the King Supers. You can also get your Breck Brew Celsius from Good Company. You know it's fantastic beer, so you know it's fantastic Celsius, and it's just delicious stuff. You can get a bigger one down here at the DNVR bar when you become a member of the DNVR family. Do that. Get all the access to all the written content, discounts on the hats and the shirts and the masks, access to the Discord channel where you can hang out with us, chat baseball 24-7, just Anything else that you got on your mind, always talking in the Discord channel. And when you sign up for that year long right now, we'll hook up with free shirts from the DNVR locker so you can rock this Colorado Rockies Rakes or Colorado Rake. I'm just so used to saying the other one. Colorado Rakes shirts because, you know, sometimes they do. And then you, and then you get to wear it. That's just what happens. You, you get to have the swag when that happens. And we'll hook you up with a free holistic stick from our friends at holistic wellness check them out today at h-o-l-i-s-t-i-k wellness.com use the promo code dmbr30 to get 30 percent off after you've gotten that free holistic stick just for becoming a member of the family all right one of the people that we've got to talk about who was not necessarily going to uh make an appearance later on for our 20th and blaze so we've got to get to it now finally had a breakout had not been good since coming off the il could talk about it in terms of trade stock and all that stuff but for just a day wasn't it nice to just appreciate some beautiful baseball out of the king of the game from DraftKings sportsbook mr trevor story yeah he did something in almost every at bat was creating runs with his legs uh he's still three bases today I know he. Yeah. I know he got a single, and he stole second twice. Yeah. No, no. Excuse me. Two. He did steal two. Yeah. He stole third after doubling in the first. That's right. Uh, he stole second there in in so the, in the ninth. The game in the ninth. But yeah. then there was another moment when he was on first. Crone uh, hit a deep fly ball to right field. Tagged, tagged up on up. it. Yeah. Uh, on Will Myers there, yeah. and so again, and that ended up paying off too. Uh, immediately thereafter with a single from Brendan Rodgers. So he's doing all those little things well, kind of on the same stage as Fernando Tatis, who had a really good defensive play himself. So Boy. kind of, I think he's really showcasing himself maybe in, for, for other teams in a sense, hey, look what I can do for you. And you know what? Say what you will about, hey, if you want the Rockies to keep Trevor Story, do you want, him, do you want the Rockies to keep Trevor Story or do you want the Rockies to have Trevor Story. Well, right. In 2022. Because right. you could trade Gray and Story and bring them both back in free agency. So That's have true. your cake. And I actually, I, I had this thought about John Gray the other day. Can happen. 
that could very realistically happen. It with can John happen. Gray. Um, Roldis Chapman did it. I mean, uh, we're talking about yeah. the Yankees here, yeah. but even still, but Jorge still. De La Rosa was a guy that yeah. when he was on the trade block, I think it was 2013, and yeah. they could have brought back Eduardo Rodriguez uh, from from the Orioles, and that was kibosh by Monfort. You go, well, he's a free agent after the at the end of the year. Right. You can still bring him right. back. Totally. So that could be the case. And and another way to put it too is. Wouldn't you like another Austin Gomber? And remember how unexcited you were about Austin Gomber? And like that's like that not necessarily you, but you, you know. And I'm saying if you go out and you get another guy of that caliber for half a season of Trevor Story, and then there is nothing that theoretically precludes him from signing back with your team once he becomes a free nope. agent, uh, and you've got that pitcher now to build around. You give me two of those guys. Hmm. Now we're talking. And I want to get too into the minutia of it, too, but once a player's been traded uh, during his his walk year, he cannot be given a qualified offer. So if Trevor Story ends up getting traded to... Um, right, they don't get the compensatory. Oakland, yeah. So, so Oakland's a team that's in need of a of a shortstop pretty drastically, and he ends up getting hurt. And you go, ah, you know what? A's didn't really get their value from him because he got hurt. You know what? Let. And because he's hurt, he might not be back until May. So you know what? The A's maybe will give him a qualifying offer, and yeah. he'll return there. No, he cannot get unequivocally cannot get a qualifying yeah. offer. According right. to this current CBA, I imagine that's not something they're going to change. So the Rockies will go. Well, shoot, you're not going to be back till May. You're not going to be back till June. Don't wish that on him, of course. But you go. He can still come back too if he plays poorly, let's say, and and he wants to kind of maybe reclaim some of his value yeah. or, or something like that. So you have that possibility and. You're not going to have to pay any part of his contract down either to get maybe the next Austin Gomber type player. That's really interesting. And I see this comment from uh, Joe here in the comments on YouTube. Again, make sure you're subscribing live and hanging out with us on the YouTube channel so you can participate in the conversation. And and I will say, you know, John made some very interesting public comments recently. I don't want to get too far afield here. We'll we'll get back to the, the sweep here in just a minute. But John Gray basically came out and said, I like it here publicly. He said all the things I've been telling you privately that I knew were true. And he basically just came out and said, but at this time and purposefully and on record, knowing what the rumors are said, I like it here. I like pitching in Colorado. I like being a Rocky. I would be interested. So where Trevor story is like, you know, at this time, not really thinking about signing here long-term and you go, okay, it's fair. He didn't say absolutely not. He just said, that's not really where my head's at right now. And you go, fair enough. But John, given the same question went, Actually, kind of like it here. Uh, it's one of my favorite quotes from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> kind of like it here. And and that's where uh, where John Gray is at. So that could be very, very fascinating for this club. And if anyone's going to be the exception to the rule, it is going to be John Gray. Uh, because, again, this that doesn't typically happen. And you're right, Joe. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot where a guy is, is traded and then comes back to his team in free agency like that. Uh, but it, it can happen. We, we do know that. So story kind of, you know, showcasing himself there a little bit with the fantastic game, kind of really being in the middle of all of the scoring yeah. uh, and, and did it all before Blackman. Just nice to see him play world. well. And, and it's great. And nice to see those two guys involved. If it is kind of the end of, of an era, right? Uh, did, what, how deep are we into the, uh, the curtain call, but not in baseball. <laughs> the other curtain call, as you and I know it, for, you know, uh, from the world of professional wrestling. We never got one for this era of the DJ Nolan, Charlie Trevor 
Rockies, right? DJ and Nolan were gone so unceremoniously and so kind of haphazardly. And it'd be nice to see Charlie and Trevor, especially if, if Trev's on his way out, finish playing well, doing nice, giving us nice memories of these last couple of days. And so I, I'd like to see Trevor, uh, in addition to enjoying watching him play baseball when he's good. Uh, so re- that was cool. The the real send-off, which which would be nice, and, and again, we know... Uh, Blackman is still under contract, and he does have a, a player's option for 2023. With how he's hitting lately, and if up. you can unload that contract, if someone comes a calling, there have been some rumors that that he might be out there, and and you know, it could be the Rockies would have to pay down some of his deal, but it wouldn't be anything like the the Nolan uh, uh, situation. But yeah, that could happen. Well, you know, one uh, maybe. Again, sometimes you you never know how 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 good you have it. You don't know when the glory days are until like they're over, right? Right? You look back and go, man, that was those were the days. But maybe you can have one of those moments, and it's not necessarily lining up for it as of right now. But you could have that moment at the All Star game. You know, DJ makes it for the for the Yankees. Sure, sure. Arenado is is pretty much a lock there with with St. Louis. Maybe Blackman continued to he play could. really well. He just had his 13-game hit streak. And on Tuesday night, maybe Story, you know, is able to do enough in, in this final month. Maybe it'll take, like, an injury to someone, and, and he's a late addition. But you have those guys. Or even if they're able to participate in the home run derby, and you go, they're all there. DJ, yeah. Arenado, they're on the field with their families, you know, kind of watching Trevor or watching Charlie yeah. do it in the derby. Maybe even nice. both those guys. That could be kind of that that great final Put moment. DJ LeMayhew in the home run derby you cowards <laughs> and you get two points if you go opposite field <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta balance it out a little bit you know you almost should. like wiffle ball rules like all right if you hit it off the house it's an out even though you know that's a good 100 feet right. away you can't do that right um but yeah it's uh i i hope you're right i hope we get to see something like that getting back on to the field for the sweep and and toasting our beers to the guys who are playing well do we have 20th and blaze are we ready on that all right, let's just start us there then. Let's see who's number five. Oh, yeah, I like this. I like this tie here because both of these guys need to be talked about and, and deserve credit for what they've been doing lately, which could be flying under the radar because let's start with the reliever, Michael Givens, not getting saves, not striking out everybody, not being perfect, but very quietly being one of the better pitchers. I think at this point, Safe to say, actually, one of the better relief pitchers in the National League. Could be. Since May 16th, which is now a month ago, he hasn't given up a run. Not, a, not an earned run. Is that He hasn't right? given up a run. So in seven innings pitched, three walks, eight strikeouts, hasn't walked anybody in June. Uh, he's, he's been even better since the calendar has turned. So he's gone out there. He's shoved. He's kind of been the eighth inning guy a little bit for Colorado. And, yeah, he's he's... He's on the block, right? We we know that because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. Um. I I have never seen a a relief pitcher kind of extended in the in the middle of a season like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. So this that's is, pretty pretty darn rare. This is the exact guy who just gets traded. That's yeah. Just it, what exactly. And he gets it. And he knows. And, and oh, that's yeah. that's his role. And so he's he's figured it out. You know, especially after he's showing himself everything that happened in, in yep. the, the second half. The second half, of course, being. The month of September last year, twenty-five games, um, yeah. right? And you know, he didn't have in Colorado, but he's he's got it figured out now, and he's got enough of a pedigree and a track record uh, with Baltimore that somebody is going to want him. He is yeah. going to be uh, at the top of the pile of those relievers on the block. 
So I did not know that stat that he hadn't given up a run in a month. Did you know? Yes. That he, this season, he has not given up a run on the road. Did not. That's not good. a single earned run on the road. Like so that. as much as I hate when uh, other people tend to look at Rockies pitchers and they go, well, you know, what will this guy be? And they look at the road numbers. They do it with Marquez all the time, which, again, works in his favor. So you don't hate it. But they want to know what he's going to look like away from Coors Field. That's their big question about a pitcher. What's this guy going to look like? Tyler Chatwood got that big money contract from the Cubs basically entirely because of his road splits. Well, right now, Michael Givens has yet to give up an earned run on the road. Rockies should be able to get something quality for him at the deadline. Seven outings, seven innings pitched, only giving up three hits, four walks, eight strikeouts, 136 batting average against him. Oof. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Where's that t-shirt, Eric Weedham? If you're out there watching wherever you may what? be on the interwebs. A, yeah, Mike, M-Y-C-H. Why don't we have a t-shirt for a guy who got traded halfway through a season that only had 60 games and is going to be gone a week from two for three for now? It's called a limited press. <laughs> limited press. Check that out. Yes. Tied with Michael Gibbons. In there at number five at our 20th and Blaze, hottest Colorado Rockies over the last week or so. How about you, dude and mine? Finally seen it. Brendan Rogers playing good, just fundamentally good baseball. Yeah, six or 24. So you're like, hey, average wise, whatever. But again, since the last road trip, since last Tuesday uh, in Miami, leads the team. Uh, rather, he's second on the team in home runs with two. So you got to give him that. Yeah, you saw his RBI just lining the ball right back up the middle to score story early on in the game. So he's been playing really well. Four RBI, uh, five RBI, including today. Four walks too. He's drawing walks, those walks. Yeah. He's not striking out Good too much. Bats. So again, he's establishing himself, which is exactly you know what you want to see from him. And he's getting comfortable there. He's yeah. getting comfortable, and he's sort of answering that question. Hey, you know, is is he a big leaguer? Yes, we know he's a big leaguer now. Yeah. Now he's going to, you know, work on, on trying to get to that next step. And, you know, we might not see it until next year, but he's, he's establishing himself and kind of answering that question of like, yeah, you know what? He's a guy that, that you can count on in, in the middle infield for the Rockies going forward. Yeah. They can calm at bats and RBI situations. Just really, really liking where he's at right now. All right. In at number four. On Mr. Charlie Blackman, Mr. Walkoff himself. Charles Cobb Blackman remains not nuclear hot, but very, very warm now for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, 9 for 24 uh, since the road trip, Yeah, uh, including the walk-off today. So you like to see that. Uh, three RBI, so not too much, but he's drawn a lot of walks, taking that. And again, he just recently had his 13-game hit streak snapped, so... Um, you know, batting, batting close to 350 in that span. So again, he's, he's been doing the thing. He's been leading the club. Uh, didn't get it. Didn't get to, to fully watch the post game celebration, but they were lifting him up. They wanted to get yeah. him on the shoulders. Yeah. He's, he's not even the dad. He's just the big brother. Yeah. That's like a dad and like, ah, you know, I don't need to put a label on it. I adore you. I look up to you. You're, you're doing all the right things. Again, he's Bud Black's number one confidant. He's the one that threw Bud in the, in the little uh, laundry cart to push him around to celebrate right. his 300th career victory Love it. with the Rockies. So, I mean, Charlie's is the captain. Like, definitively, he's probably, I don't know, would you say he's he's really the first captain since Troy Tulowitzki? 
Uh, yeah, I think that that's fair, you know, because I remember that that's an interesting that you use that word because I, I distinctly recall, especially when he was a rookie in 2007, even people were saying, if you were to pin a C on somebody's uniform, it would be Troy Tulowitzki. It's just the way he was out there. And, and, and some of it was a bit much as we learned later on in years when they weren't as good and you still have a guy you know, captaining the troops and militarizing people around the field. Uh, And and Charlie's a very different kind of captain. But I don't think that Cargo, Nolan, ever, you know, no disrespect to those guys. I don't think anyone ever really thought of them as as captains of the team. And I I think you're right. I I think, actually, I think that's a phenomenal observation that Charlie Blackman is easily, if you you were to pin a C like they do in, in hockey on a guy's jersey, you would get a unanimous vote in that clubhouse. I think every other... 25 other guys in there would vote for Charlie Blackman. Do you think he embodies what it means to be a captain more than Todd Helton was during his time? I would say yes. I would say in some ways, yes. I, I, I want to see that. Rockies have never had a, a true captain in that yeah. sense with the C. Yeah, it's dumb. In a, in a sense, why? I don't think it's dumb. I don't I, either. I you and I are so, like, we would, if, they, like that, if he rolled out there it. with a C, you and I would both you get, like, one small little, like, Not in baseball. In Not in baseball. I'd love to see it. I'd, I'd, I'd like to bring, I'd like for that to, to come back a little bit, you know? And, and, and then the having the kids going out, like, oh, that's how you know it's Charlie. Yeah. He's got the C on his yeah. chest. And we can all smile and say, that's cute, kid. Yeah. He's the captain. Captain. He's the captain. He, he really is the, He's the all-time beard. captain. I know. He, he right? is. It works in several ways. Captain Blackman. Captain Black. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. We got to make a shirt. D-line. Where is he? Wait, He's out he there. Go? Didn't he just crawl He's through? He's out there. Here? He literally Somewhere. just crawled through here a second ago. Number three on 20th in Blaze is going to be... Oh, oh, oh is it? Is that pronounced Rymel Tapia? Rymel Tapia. I'm not sure I've ever seen that name before. King of the tap slap. <clears throat> or, well, Manny, Manny <laughs> sure uh, our guy, uh, Manny Randall, you know, wanted, wanted to call that the way he just kind of throws his hands out there, that leadoff yeah. double that he had, you know, call it the Tapia, you know, that for that little slap, uh, tap slap. Tap, tap, taparoo, the tap slap. It, it's it's the tap slap. So um, <laughs> he had himself a nice hit streak too that that's still going and um, just – can't not hit doubles all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, it was 12 for 31 coming into today with four doubles. He added two more today. So now he's got six, seven runs. Um, he struck out once today. So he only has five Ks uh, over the, the course of, you know, his last like nine games. So yeah. he's been, he's been phenomenal again. He's, he's, he's doing, he's, <laughs> he's getting comfortable. He got that slump out of his way. He's, he's coasting right now. Yeah, it, it's been pretty amazing that, like, as you mentioned, the the slump ended and he had a, a couple of days where he was just getting, you know, some hits. But in this streak, you know, sometimes you can go, we've talked about this before, you, you can have a hitting streak by going one for four every day and you can have a 20, 30 game hitting streak with a 250 batting average over that time. But that's not what Tapia is doing right now. He is in an absolute zone, not including today because baseball reference hasn't updated yet. So over the 12 game hitting streak entering today, and he had three, three base hits today or two, two hits, two dubs, two, two doubles, so a today. 13 game hit streak now. And he recorded 12 doubles during this span. Yeah. The most in a 13 game span in franchise history. Yeah. There you go. Batting. So it was batting 436 during the hit streak coming into this one. 
so it just he's got more multi-hit games than games with just the one single during the the hit streak as well. More multi-hit games. So they it, come in bunches for him. Yeah, they absolutely come in bunches. Been absolutely fantastic with that last one. Didn't quite get the average on the season to three hundred. Two ninety nine, just like that on the two ninety nine for Ryan Maltapia. But again, yeah, that that ten game sample size where he only managed to get on base eight times and score four runs the worst stretch of his starting career minor league or professional league well in the rearview mirror at this point back up there doing what he does best on base in over 90 percent of his games again yeah he's been he's been critical in their their great play at, at home yeah and starting off, I mean, when you're when you're leading off like he did today, you know, the Rockies won the first two games of the set. Okay, you've won the series. That's all you can really expect to do against San Diego. Yeah, against against a top tier team. Yeah, right? you, you know, Freeland's had his struggles lately. Blake Snell, he's he struggled a little bit this year too, but he's also former Cy Young winner and all, all the stuff that comes with that. And you go out there, you don't expect to win the baseball game. Rymel Tapia gets you a hustle double immediately. Gets you a run, and you're you go okay. Look at that sweep. Doesn't seem so. You're 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 already envisioning it. Inning one, he's an action player. I know people hated that phrase when it was used for Ian Desmond and all that stuff, but <laughs> he really does make things happen. It, it's wild. Like you've heard me say it so many times. I'll say it one more time, and we'll move on to the next guy. But if ever there was a pro athlete that wasn't totally encapsulated in their numbers, it's a guy like Rhyme Altapia. He he might be a guy that's encapsulated in the wins and losses of his team. Yeah, when you say at home, twenty seven RBI away, six RBI. Uh, at home, five hundred slug. On the road, three hundred four. So, yeah, again, we, we and we know there's that's there's the splits for all guys. No, absolutely, but that's, that's the team. But for yeah. this season in particular, yes, with them doing some historical things, and I'll be working on a piece uh, as far as that goes. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> well. <laughs> Rockies may do something that no team in the history of, of baseball oh, has ever done. So, yeah, um, yeah Tapia is, is, is doing great, and yeah, he, he frankly deserves it. The Tap Show. And Number two. If any of the people who were arguing about him a couple of weeks ago want to come back into the mentions, you're welcome. <laughs> Number two on 20th and Blaze is going to be the All-Star. The All-Star. Right? Ryan McMahon, 8 for 27. Going into today, did have a, a pinch hit appearance. Did make an out. He's got three homers, eleven RBI, a couple sacrifice flies. He's been great defensively, and everyone's. I don't. I don't know what's going to take for people to really begin to notice what he's doing, and and when will voters finally see? I just hope he can get gets into the top three so he can be a starter. Um, which which is which is pivotal because I was talking to uh, our buddy. Nathaniel Sunshine at n underscore Sunshine. Uh, you can check it. Check his workout over at Rocks Pile with That's Kevin Henry. Uh, and I imagine he's going to write about this because he told me he keyed me out on this. A stat that I absolutely adored. So since 1993, Drew, okay, four teams have had a streak of ten years or more where they've had a starter in the All Star game. And any guess who uh, the teams would have been? Four teams, four teams, ten years. They've had ten straight. They had ten straight years in which they had a starter in the All Star game. In the All Star game. game, the Yankees. Yankees are one of them. Sure. 
90s to 2000s, right. anywhere in there. The Dodgers. Not the Dodgers, okay. no. The Braves. That's what I thought was one of them, but no. Interesting. I don't remember. I, I, okay, I got I got the other two. Okay, the Red Sox. I think more about the nineties. No, okay. not even the Red yeah, Sox. We, we gotta go back to the. You got two guys I'm who were in sh- too recently. I thought the Braves were gonna were gonna help me there in the nineties. Tony Gwynn, Padres. So that had. So you, so you got to think of a couple of individual players even there. Yeah, you got like it's like AI being like the Philadelphia 76ers. Actually, Padres a, weren't one of them. I take that back. Oh, okay. It was the other guy that he got that got inducted in the Hall of Fame with him. But it was Kyle Ripken Jr. and the Orioles. You go, what Orioles? Yeah, the Orioles had a had decade, ten, yeah, had ten well, straight years. Ripken, yeah. They did, and the Rangers. You go, yeah, Pudge Rodriguez, Pudge and then Palmero. from '93 into 2001. A Rod even picked A-Rod. it up and they got him in free agency. And only one National League team is on that list. And it's an active streak. From 2010 to 2019, your Colorado Rockies have had a starter every single year in the All-Star game. Nathaniel Sunshine, give him a follow, at and underscore Sunshine. It goes back to, I love Nathaniel, he's awesome. It goes back to... Ubaldo Jimenez. It starts with Ubaldo in 2010. Who actually started? I mean, that's not even just like and you got hey, Tulo, you got base. Arenado, you all got, those guys yeah. bridging. So it's an active streak right now. Only oh, there's one other Amazing. team that has like two. So they got a streak going right now. That's again, you go wait, what the Rockies? You know the guys, you know that you know who the starters were, but yet I think even Cargo was in there for a year as the DH when yeah. it was in Seattle. Yeah, but still, ten consecutive years. That's. I would I would not I would never have guessed. I so Ryan McMahon having watched all of those All Star games needs to be the eleventh guy. <laughs> Guys, you got to go out there and vote. Keep it going. Make, Keep it going. Make it happen. And you know what? It, and look, I I love that Adam Frazier has a nice WRC plus. We're all very excited about his X. Fip, nuts a pitcher stat. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to think. You know, look, we're all excited about Adam Frazier's X woba. Everyone's very excited about that. On the other hand, and I know it's difficult to do this kind of subjective comparison with everybody, and it's what makes me big old biased person or whatever, but Ryan McMahon basically won game two of this San Diego Padres series by himself. Yes. That's all-star shit. We can talk about your stats and your batting average and your on-base percentage, your ribbies, and all that stuff has to be a baseline and and where we begin the conversation. But Ryan McMahon went out there and just beat a really good team because he refused to make an out. He just absolutely obliterated the baseball to all parts of the field, uh, hitting a two-run homer to tie the ball game up with two outs, against you darvish who's been phenomenal this season like that is big boy all-star stuff and so yeah i i agree with you he should be in there he should be starting the game defense should matter because when you bring the glove that he brings and then you can rake like that where any mistake could be hit 450 feet give me that dude yeah leads all nl second baseman home runs rbi total bases get it done vote ryan mcmahon Keep the streak alive. Keep the streak alive. Love it. Joe's also voting for Tapia. I, you know, I'm never, I'm not going to ever encourage anyone not to do that. Uh, I'll give it another. I mean, week. You can vote for all the guys. I mean, but if you, if you don't, if you're really pressed for time, log in <laughs> and just right. vote for McMahon right. and no one else. That, that's, that's fine. That's that works. Right. That's right. If if your index finger is really ailing you, and actually, and you only have one click, 
Ryan McMahon. That's it. But if you've got two, and I'll tell you this straight up, and 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 I'm with you, but number one on our list here. Number one. There's a real case now. This has gone from, hey, fun, to, hey, this is a really nice story, to Austin Gomber has been the best player on the Colorado Rockies since May 1st. Pitcher, position player, doesn't matter. He's been their best baseball player. In fact, he's been one of the best pitchers in the National League. And he's dominating. He's not just been good. And, and you and I said, we, we actually previewed his start in this set. We looked forward to this one very specifically and said, yeah. you know, if he gets knocked around, that's, that's brutal. It's going to be 100 degrees out there. They're, they are built to beat pitchers like him, these Padres. And he went out eight innings, shut out baseball, three hits, only one went for extra bases, only that one hit from Caratini was hit hard at all. He dominated the San Diego Padres in what I thought was the most impressive outing of the season. And at this point, you go, all right, two more of those, you're a legitimate all-star. Not even just we've got to make all the Coors Field stuff. The the ERA on the season will get down to under three if he puts together two or three more of these. And that's just, can you imagine? <laughs> no joke. Yeah, yeah. And they, they loaded that lineup with, with their righties. And twenty. he's got 23-plus scoreless innings going right now. Yeah. Uh, he's 4-1 and one in his last seven starts. I think three walks to 41 strikeouts. Yeah. He hasn't walked span. a batter in four games or something like that. Yeah, I, I went and, and, and found the statistic the other night about uh, what? Uh, having having one or less walks in seven consecutive outings. So that's tied Jeff Francis. So his next outing when he goes out, he'll, he'll potentially break that. So like that's control. And even if you compare the times that Jeff Francis did, because he actually had two streaks of uh, seven games walking one or less, Gomber just is head and shoulders above in, in ERA yeah. strikeouts. He's walked a, a lot less too, right? Cause he's had so many uh, per- outings and performances where he hasn't walked anybody. So Blake street Gomber has just been, he's been fantastic. It's, it's unreal. He's been great. Right. Over the last nine games, Austin Gomber has posted an ERA of two nineteen. Opponents are hitting 202 on basing 221 and slugging 343 against him. He struck out 52 guys and walked four. His ERA at Coors Field, point nine five. <laughs> First when, number is not when, a number. When you started it's the decimal. When you started with point, I was like, oh. Point nine five. Yes. Coors Under Field. one. He's gonna have three earned runs. In over in 20, 28 pitches, a twenty eight innings pitch. So he's been much better at home than on the road, which we know is the mark oftentimes of a great Rockies pitcher. Mm-hmm. However, you might be tempted to go, "Oh, it's too bad." You know, he's been part of the Rockies' road struggles. Now, pump your brakes a little bit. He hasn't been as good out on the road as he has been at home. But in those last nine games that I read you all the the stats about and the stuff he's doing, three road W's. For the Rockies in games he started, they only have five all year. <laughs> They're five and twenty-seven on the road, and three of those five wins have come in the last nine games that Austin Gomber has started. His his WHIP is is one point oh five. 
I I don't know what the just, career mark or what the franchise record is in a single season. It's for basically base runners, right? Whip is yeah. is walks plus hits divided by innings pitch, right? That's how you get on base is you either get a hit or you walk. Yes, we know about <laughs> hit by pitch and yeah. uh, there's a few other creative ways. If you strike out with a pass ball, a guy gets on. Uh, that, that's more of an error than anything. But but still, I, I yeah, it's pretty it's pretty darn low where he's he's on pace there to maybe break that mark. It's it's gonna be a long season. It's gonna yeah. be even longer if it's continues to be in the high 90s yeah. it's 25 degrees warmer than it should be at this time of year yeah. it seems like it's yeah. insane absolutely wild so we we do again our biggest toast of the breck brew on the day has got to go to austin gomber who set the tone for this entire series by having one of his best starts in a string of incredibly good starts um so if you had that Again, if you had Austin Gomber as the Rockies' best player through a couple months this far into the season. Dick Monfer probably did. He well, was sure as you know what, well, hoping for that. Maybe the former GM. <laughs> what was that guy's name? I can't I can't remember really. But uh, you should get on man? the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app because you can make a little bit of money if you were like, hey, you know who's going to be great? Actually, Nighthawk, our friend Kristen, she knew. She knew. She Hopefully. She went on there. She got the over on Austin Gomber. You can be betting on all kinds of fun stuff. Over-unders on strikeouts and run scored. Who's going to hit a home run? Who's going to get the hit? Who's going to win the ball game? If you had the overs on the Rockies in this set, <laughs> you probably made a whole lot of money because they were not the favorites very often here, but did come out with some W's for your ball club. So make sure, again, that you're tucking checking out the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone right now. Download it. Use the promo code DMVR when you sign up. You can turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, claim that $100 in free credits. It's promo code DNVR for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, new customers-only, wager paid out, and site credit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Quick interjection here for a bonus DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. We may have another one for you later in the week, but for now, with the Rockies hot, the offense playing well. I think Armand Marquez is scheduled to get back on track. Yes, the Brewers have been playing good baseball, and Brandon Woodruff has been really good. But the Rockies to stay hot at home, keep the offense going. I think Trevor's story is really breaking out here. So plus 133 for the Rockies on the money line. That means they do need to win by two or more. But I like that bet. That's your DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Plus 133 on the Rockies to win game one against the Brewers by at least two runs. I get a special DNVR wager about Austin Gomber's whip. Okay. I'm sure a lot of people want to bet on whip. Uh, even if they don't know what it is, they'll oh, figure yeah. it out. Big, big whip. But as bets. it turns out, he is, uh, he is first place right now. I was going to say, it has to be. All time. Uh, Herman Marquez, third in 2019, was a 1.2. 1, 1.2. Uh, whip, just to give you a little uh, say, reference point. Ubaldo, one, 2010. 2010 was 1.155. 1, 1, five, five. one Yeah. And Austin Gomber One, is one point zero five four. Yeah, still. So Ooh. he's got he's he's a tenth of a point beneath that. The so one thing that's wild, that's interesting. Since we're still uh, wrapping up that point, uh, the, if you were to look at the blemish in the nine games, right? There's the one thing that really sticks out at you. The only thing he's been hurt by. 
he hasn't because as you talked about, if the whip is so low, guys are just not getting on base against him. How how has he given up any runs? Homers, seven home runs. Oh, how been your the, fly ball pitcher? Yeah, right? yeah. He he works that you saw. He was just annoying the crap out of these Padres hitters with that high curveball that he's dropping in at the top of the zone. That drops two or three more inches. That's an easy pitch to hit out, but it stays up there at the top. It's really annoying. So yeah, it's it's the home runs that'll that'll get you a little bit. But it it's been you know it's hard to say that he's been dominant, right? He's just been very good, right? It, it's he's weird, been right? Very good in every game. I would say the game in New York and the game against the Padres just now. He was he was he was dominant. I guess even not. I mean, he's not dominant in the way that like Jacob Degrom is, right? Well, Where he goes even out if and you throw up. him out, okay, you think of dominant as being like at least nine strikeouts. strikeouts. At least you need those strikeouts. And he's not and get, he's, he's not getting that many per right, start, right? But still. But that's yeah, that's fascinating. And is he ever going to be the the guy who strikes out that many guys? Who knows? He's doing what Kyle Freeland did in 2018. Yeah, quite literally, yeah. because he only has given up one home run at home, one. Yeah, at home. And don't walk people. And and I don't want to give up actually too much. Uh, give away an article I'm working on uh, that that actually dives into Austin Gomber and the DNA of the Colorado Rockies pitcher, and basically the headline of the thing, like what makes Colorado Rockies pitcher good. And there's a lot of things we like to let you talk about, you know, fly ball rate. We, we, we got to look at fly ball rate and, and, and ground ball rate. Fastball spin is a very interesting thing. We're going to have much more conversation about coming up. But the thing that has always remained true over the years, and I've double checked this and yep, guess what? Still true. Don't walk people. Why was Jorge De La Rosa good at Coors Field? He didn't walk people. <laughs> it's almost that simple. You, you have to do other things, too, on top of it. That's step one. <laughs> step one. But Austin Gomber, four walks in the last nine games, that's a great place to start. He hasn't given up a hit with a runner on third base. Random stat of the day. No kidding. Cue the graphic. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I just made that up on the spot. No hits okay. with runners on third. <laughs> I love baseball. It's just... <laughs> day games with a runner on third and Drew Creaseman in attendance. <laughs> He has a zero ERA. Zero ERA. In one inning. I pitch. was blown away by that Michael Givens thing. Shout out to whoever tweeted that at me. That might have been Will or, or somebody. He says he hasn't given up a run on the road. I double checked it. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> he really hasn't. Not a single one. Wow. Yeah, they're looking good. Milwaukee comes to town now. I was going to say. Four game set. How are you feeling about Woodruff, this one? Woodruff, Corbin Burns. They're, they have one of the best I... starting rotations in the game. Didn't have the guts to pick them. In the NL Central, and I said it. I said, you were, ah, you were right there. I want the Cardinals, I but I want to pick the Brewers. And I even was so down on Yelich, and, and I feel good about that, but doesn't matter. They're right there. You're right. If, if I could flip, I would. I wouldn't say, ah, no, I'll stick with the Cardinals because that's who I picked. No, I would flip because I straight up you, you've got them. thought that they, they were yeah. going to do it. Didn't think Burns was going to be this great. Did think Woodruff could be. I need Corbin Burns to stop it because straight up his card in MLB The Cho is a glitch. It's a cheat code. I hate it. I can't hit a Corbin Burns sinker, and apparently neither can anybody else, but stop it. I hate it. I hate Corbin Burns with a fiery passion. I can. I hit better against like Pedro Martinez and <laughs> Cy Young, literal Cy Young, than I do against Corbin Burns. His sinker-cutter combination is a... It is almost impossible. Like, if he puts that where he wants to, you're so screwed. Like, every so many of these guys are built over the years. They made their careers 
Guys have made $300 million on hitting a fastball. And Corbin Burns is like, what if I don't throw one? He's He's been what? absolutely phenomenal. Former Colorado Springs Sky Sox. Player, uh, don't forget. Yeah, they got a nice six-man rotation. We will see. We will see lefty Eric Lauer on Sunday. We won't see Brett Anderson, fellow lefty, oh, still still former, playing. Former Rocky. He still seems like he'd league. be incredibly old, but I was no, going to say thirty-three. No kidding. Years old. Uh, I think he was traded for Josh Outman. Are you? Back, are you go serious? Go back and look it up. I, I think so. <laughs> Is I think right? I remember that trade pretty that, well. Yeah, Brett Anderson. Yeah, I have to have to look that one up. So Hurt all the time. And Freddie Peralta will will get skipped. He uh, he made his major league debut on Mother's Day in 2018 and had a no hitter going for I was a while. Say he owned he the Rockies. Fantastic in that, yeah. performance there. So uh, that should be an interesting one. Rockies are hot. Brewers are playing really well. Uh, obviously, first place in the NL Central. So still going to be uh, really good. And if it's if it's hot and you want to get outside, head on down the Coors Field. Head on down to the DNVR bar where it's air conditioned. You won't know that it's 95 degrees out. Yeah. You, yeah, got, you need some place to go and watch, right? Can hang you, out inside. You saw what the watch parties were like for the Nuggets and Avs. Come, come in and, yeah. and let's, let's do something new for the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Plus down here, you can have a burger from Hassle Cattle Company. We got Ooh. those Wagyu beef burgers in now. Got Fantastic it. stuff. If you haven't ordered already, you should absolutely get on that. If you need a little sample, come down into the bar. Just order up a burger and you'll taste how life-changing Wagyu beef can be. It's absolutely fantastic. I haven't ordered, ordered. See, it's even changed my vocabulary because you don't order beef at the grocery store. You have to go in and like pick it up, if I recall correctly. That's how people used to buy beef at the grocery store, going in and selecting it and picking it up and scanning it. I don't know. I just order from Hassle Cattle Company. It shows up a couple of days later. And then it ends up very deliciously in my belly. It could be just the exact same for you. Go to Hassle Cattle Company, H-A-S-S-E-L-L, cattlecompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10. You'll get 10% off that entire purchase. And if you order over 200 bucks, you'll get free shipping. Whether you're getting the ground chuck, the ground beef, the award-winning hamburgers, some steaks. What else I got? That bacon. Ooh, that bacon. Mm. Just thinking about it gets me... Mm. I'm not even sure how the bacon from Hassle Cattle Company is legal. Honestly, it tastes like drugs. Can that be their slogan? Would that be a <laughs> would that be a horrible slogan? It it tastes like drugs. <laughs> Hassle Cattle Company is going true. You've been so good at pushing our stuff. Just stop right there. But I I am literally addicted to their bacon. So very good. Will's with it. The burger's very good. Again, 100% success rate on the reviews. Have had zero negative reviews on Hassle Cattle Company stuff. Also, zero negative reviews on our friends at Gabby Insurance. It's probably because they don't do anything that would make anybody feel negative at all. They just save you money. It's easy to remember Gabby Insurance because it stands for Get a Better Insurance. G-A-B-I dot com slash dnvr go there check them out cost you no money cost you very little time it doesn't even cost you the minor annoyances of getting text messages and emails and all that stuff that can be annoying all they do takes you less than 10 minutes they give you a whole bunch of uh, quotes on the prices cost me or get not cost me saved me 
480 bucks for the year just on car insurance. Our guy, Eric Weedham, saved over a grand on it. It's 960 bucks on average for your car and home insurance. You're probably paying too much. So check them out today at gabi.com slash dnvr. Got to feel better, again, with this sweep. Got to feel better than Diamondbacks fans who haven't won yeah. since the, what, Eisenhower administration? How long has it been? How in the world is it possible that not only are the Rockies not the worst team in their division, but they, they're they not even the worst road team in their division? I mean, overall, probably still. No, but, but, but the Diamondbacks 21. have won nine games. They just haven't won any... In a while. In a while. 21 straight, right? Did they play today? Did they lose today to the Giants? Because they were up 7 to nothing to the Giants yesterday. That's right. Going into the sixth inning and lost. Mike Yastrzemski with a grand slam. I'm like, dude, dude, the Diamondbacks. And maybe they're doing it right. Maybe to you know the point you've made in the history, know how to lose, and, and they're going to go get Elijah Green, and and that's their, their goal here. But... Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh. Did, I mean, that's... Well, they were 9-8 and eight before this losing streak on the road. On the road? Oh. 9-8. and eight. Okay. So they were fine. They just have been very bad, almost coincidental. That, that's more of a coincidental thing in a sense. I mean, not a lot, but somewhat. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really strange. Wow. They've been worse. They've been almost worse at home, 11-19. and 19. They've, so, just been, they've just been absolutely dreadful. They've they've been they've been very bad. So yeah, Rockies fans feeling good. They're they're helping pick up the spirits here in Denver after the you know Nugs and, and Avs got knocked out of the playoffs. It's, again, it's summertime. You know, not officially. It's still technically springtime, but Coors Field is is jumping off. You know, we have essentially full capacity. DNVR bar has still been been good at night for coming right. to, to watch your your team if you're not a, a Denver person or, or Colorado born native. You know, you, we can, we're going to be watching the games here. It's always going to be uh, the sports zombie. Yeah, I, I saw this. I, did, I actually didn't double check it, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is true. You know how I am with the on-pace stuff. I was just kind of go, eh. But I saw that the Rockies have more home wins than the Tampa Bay Rays, who have the best record in baseball. Well, going into today, the, the Rockies had the third best record at home. At home. In, all, in baseball, yeah. And so they have yeah. went... So better than everyone except for two teams then. (laughs) So, but to, to, yeah, it's just the wildest. If you only watch this team play baseball at home, you think, man, these guys are pretty good. It's not uh, third most wins in the national league. I should say. In the national league. So not record, but just wins in general. What would their, do we know what their win pace? Can you, I've I've never been good at that math. Can we do that real quick? What they would be on pace. I can, if you want to vamp for me, just, Um, just at home. If you just took their home record, Forget all this road nonsense. If you over one sixty two, what would be, they be on course to win? At, yeah, so we'll, at home or or for the season? Just for the season. Give me, give, yeah, but but just their home games, their home win pace extrapolated over one sixty two. See, if they only had to play at Coors Field this year, all right, if they only played at Coors Field, uh, you know they would for eighty one games or one hundred and sixty two. <laughs> For 162. Oh, yeah. All right, for 162. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm good at math, so it would be 94 games. A 94 win yes. pace at home. Yes. Son of a bitch. It's crazy. <laughs> well, well, pitchers uh, at Coors Field, 
for the Rockies, have had a 4.30 ERA. Starters, 3.38. That's amazing. Going into today. That's a- On the road, 5.78. Starters have been a 6.42 ERA. That's insane. And it's even worse, which, which that, doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That shouldn't be. No, no. But it does make sense for the offense. Uh, but it's been even more yeah. of, of more disparaging <laughs> in a sense. Uh, averaging 5.8 runs going into today. Uh, at home, 43 homers. On the road, 2.6 runs. 2.6 runs. Oof. So less than half. And they've only hit 16 home runs. And I think McMahon has six of those. 16 home runs on the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's been rough. Yeah. It's been rough. So don't watch you'd the want road it that games. Way. You Just, want it to be that way, right? Yeah. You want it to, you want when yes. you go to the ballpark to have a good time, yes. have a good experience. Yes. Team wins the ball game. Here's the thing. <laughs> then on the road, come down to the DNVR bar, watch the team, turn your back to the screen, and just have some shots, have some drinks, have a good time. How do you like this for some classic Drew Creaseman utilitarianism to sign off Bring on it. right here? A little bit of positivity and utilitarian, in particularly in old school util fashion. The Colorado Rockies have provided more happiness than any other team in baseball this year because. On a day-to-day basis, because people go to the ballpark. And like you just said, when you're out at the ballpark and you see the Colorado Rockies at home, they usually win. And you've had all your Breck brews and you've had all your Hassle Cattle beef and you're waddling home happy because your team won. And when the Rockies go on the road and everyone goes out to the ball game, well, guess what? They're having their Breck brews and eating their Hassle Cattle Company and they're all waddling home happy because... Their team won because they can't buy a damn win on the road. So every time people go see the Rockies play in real life, the odds they go home happy are very, very high. What you're saying How do you is like that? if you paid $25 to park and go see a baseball game that the Rockies are at, you're going to feel pretty good. The chances are okay. you're ending your day happy. I do wish we had a slide whistle here because that is a stretch, but I love it. I love it. Come on. That's, they're providing That's happiness. <laughs> and so were all of you. You were providing us with happiness by hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you here in the comments on the YouTube um all right sean going to a couple of games against milwaukee hopefully they get something going for you and agreed will noted pitchers park coors field look at them do their thing apparently you should go out to the ballpark because if you do it here pretty good opportunity you're gonna see a win you don't have to worry about that unless you're traveling to see the team on the road so get out and see him we'll be here we'll be breaking down games over the next several days of course you know we've got drew goodman for you coming up all the good stuff that we normally do make sure you're following on social media at drew creaseman at patrick d lyons at michaela e perkins is going to be back with us next week we're very excited to have that we're letting her sleep the week off after the playoffs have been over for the abs the nuggets really excited to have her back though very soon return of the mac yeah can't wait Cannot wait for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the DNVR.com for all the written content, the Discord channel, the discounts, the bigger beer, all the fantastic stuff that you get there. Keep being absolutely awesome baseball fans out there. We'll keep being absolutely Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.